creation philosophy back again we got episode 219 i'm your host pocholo cruz we got guest today chris vega jr welcome to the show thanks for having me man no problem thank you for coming by so chris you are a martial artist and you're i mean you train at fight capital and also instructed fight capital correct yes sir yep and yeah, I guess that's what we mainly talk about here on the show, martial arts. So let's get started with like you. How did you get started on your martial arts journey? Um, it can all be traced back to uh, Dragon Ball Z. Dragon Ball Z, <laughs> yes, <laughs> of course. I think uh, I think there's <laughs> Maybe a, a teenager, <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. Right. There's a lot of standouts like uh, like that that um, shaped kind of I guess my interests mm-hmm. like. And then realizing that you could actually train to um, martial arts is a thing, and yeah. you, can, you can get in the gym and actually learn how to do some of that stuff. Yeah. Um, once the UFC came around, my my uh, mom and dad were big on like Tito Ortiz, okay. Chuck Liddell, okay, like okay. that that era. Yeah, yeah. Um, is when I really like the early two thousands started yeah. peeking into. Uh, actually seeing what was going on mm-hmm. with uh, real fighting <laughs> um, real fighting quote unquote <laughs> and uh, I had done some wrestling as a kid a lifelong athlete so okay. um, competitor uh, athlete always uh, wrestled football okay. um, all through high school and everything um, and then afterwards I didn't really know what to do with that competitive like, nature mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, but I started doing all types of different stuff. I, I obviously was always big in strength and conditioning, so okay. I was um, kind of a coach for that back too in Jersey, okay. uh, where I'm from originally. But uh, when I got out here, maybe in the last two years, um, I really started staying here full time, maybe like six months ago in Vegas. Okay. But uh, lucky enough to find Fight Capital, and uh, I, I had been training in Jersey a little bit here and there. Mm-hmm. Shout out uh, Ivan Perez, Team Pressure Jiu-Jitsu okay. in South Jersey. Okay. Um, they helped me out a lot, but I think uh, once I got to Vegas and um, really felt welcome to Fight Capital really early, started mm-hmm. moving around with pros and seeing like what you know serious fighters train like mm-hmm. and being around that environment, um, being able to delve in with them and spent time after class with Julian Lane, uh, BKFC guy, UFC, showing me how to do some dirty boxing, and Coach John, world-class coach, taking time with me, um, not being scared to take like a mentorship role and taking the extra time, knowing that I wanted to put in the extra time as well. Okay. And um, really understand, not just be there to have fun and get in shape okay so i guess like for that like what did like prompt you to yeah not just do martial arts for fun but wanting to take like a more serious like role into it i think me personally um when i do something i don't ever want to be surface level Mm -hmm. so um i want to find out like how people are getting good at it how can i be good at it how can i be the best at it even maybe got it and uh so just having the desire to want to not be a surface level player and whatever and actually understand the culture behind it and why people do this and how do they get good how do they train um that's always been important to me and even 
I'm the same way when I travel. If I go somewhere, I want to eat their food. I want to see what the people do, how they live. Mm -hmm. um, and I think that has to do with just the type of uh, explorative person I am, I guess. But also, like, I want to find out what I'm made of. And I like pushing the people around me, too. Mm -hmm. And all of us going forward. Got it. So you really want to immerse yourself into the into the activity or into the culture for sure of, of what you're doing okay and so that's kind of led you to this you know to this kind of martial artist path and of course you're now let's see competing in a little over three weeks right so in terms of that i mean given like how you started how you got your foray i guess how did how did then build up to um you know wanting to compete or wanting to uh test yourself in that regard I actually thought I was going to fight a couple times already, <laughs> so um, I'm, I found out quickly what that was like, too, mm -hmm. thinking you're going to have a fight, and then happen, losing 20 yeah. pounds, yeah. and then it's like, oh, actually, you yeah. know, you don't have a fight, so the heartbreak happens, and then I can go eat a burger, so it's all right. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, I think... Again, going back to the competitiveness, it's just like mm -hmm. if I'm going to be in the gym, you know, I train with high-level guys, mm -hmm. um, f you know, at least four nights a week. You and Coach Eddie have been coming extra and helping me out and just making sure I'm ready for that extra step. Um, but I think even before that, just mm -hmm. um, knowing that I'm training for a reason and having a reason to train and to get better so mm -hmm. that I'm not just showing up and going through the motions <laughs> yeah because it's easy to do that in life too and for sure i think when you move with intention and you have an intention in mind it's easier to stay focused and you don't end up places by accident like mm -hmm. if you stay ready you don't have to get ready so true true yeah moving with intention is a big one because especially you know especially in athletics like once you go like as you mentioned like post high school still looking for something competitive it's it's a different kind of environment because I feel like even like even at a high school degree, there's some people that they're not really competitive. They're just kind of like going through the motions. Like, right. well, uh, my mom told me I got to be here, so I guess I guess, uh, I guess I'm here. Right. Whereas you know, post that, you don't kind of just find yourself in competition. It's got to be someone that wants to seek that out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And then I think also once you get there, you will find out like. Mm -hmm do you want to keep doing this or yes. not? And I think yeah. that's important for me too is in three weeks I get to finally see, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, what it feels like to be in there. And, you know, I'm confident moving forward that I'm training with the right people. I'm training in the right ways. I'm, I'm being intentional about my movements and thinking about how the judges are going to score and, like, all these extra things that are going to play into um, the preparation and then ultimately what happens on Saturday yeah 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 it's definitely a different kind of level of commitment like for sure when it comes to like that kind of competition so I guess like for you as you've been thinking about this like what um, not exactly like change in terms of you know your training but like, like what like what aspects are you like more focusing on I think um, being that I've I've cornered now a couple fights too mm -hmm. I've been lucky enough to get the opportunity to go with my teammates and um, you know help them prepare for their fights while I'm getting in the motion of trying to do mine so mm -hmm. I got um, we went out to Kingman Arizona got a win out there and then uh, in Vegas at One Kicks Gym mm -hmm. um, 
so seeing seeing how they were successful in their fights, um, a lot of you know the clinch, a lot of you know it's an amateur Muay Thai fight, so yeah. so the body knees, the clinch, the you know being um, having the gas tank to go whatever the rounds are, two three minute uh, or three two minute rounds, mm-hmm. whatever it was, um, just knowing that. I have the extra gas tank to be able to put out the volume that I want and control what I can control uh, to get ready. Yeah, control what you can control, and then the yeah, understanding to yeah the cardio aspects of that. It was it was definitely super helpful being able to go and actually. Um, I wasn't in the ring, mm-hmm. but being able to be like a corner side coach mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. obviously the closest thing. So. Mm-hmm being able to watch from that perspective see the the amateur speed and movements and um knowing that these guys train too and Mm -hmm. it's going to be up to who's got the heart who's got more dog and you know who's going to be able to take the punishment and smile and keep moving forward and i'm looking forward to for being that time yeah yeah i know it's yeah it's definitely something yeah just being yeah being in the arena or being in you know the space where the competition occurs it's a it's a yeah you, you're not exactly getting the exact same kind but you're still f- feeling the energy and you're seeing the experience like that which is very yeah it's it's very visceral it's like not the not a lot of people get to experience that especially like up up close like that and especially if someone's not i guess accustomed to that it can be very jarring so yeah being yeah it being not your first time like to uh you know to organize fight is like definitely helpful like, right. for that and as far as you know you so you've seen you understand like what the competition is you understand like what you need to prepare yourself for i guess has that um has that like should do you like ha, do you have to shift any like mentality kind of thing like heading into there like what's your what's your thought process as your you know the days are counting by um i don't think i've changed too much i've been um trying to just again stay laser focused on the task at hand and know that you know if i go out there and get a win like i think i'm going to we can go have a burger and a beer afterwards and everything will be hunky-dory and we can get ready for the next one (laughs) yeah yeah so uh that's you know just imagining that and seeing that happen over and over again in my head and then going to sparring um you know with with the guys that have already gone out there and won their amateur competitions now i can go train with them and iron sharpens iron and every day we're in there doing the damn thing and putting in the extra work and hoping it's all for a positive outcome yeah for sure i think that kind of visualization of understanding you know what happens but also just understanding like what happens afterwards too it's just uh yeah it just keeps it keeps on rolling like no matter no matter what kind of adversity that you end up going against. I've been going to sleep and having dreams about <laughs> getting a good sweep. Like, yeah. like and, and everyone going, <laughs> and, and knowing that the judges are like, damn, that, you know, that's good Muay Thai. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, no, I, I remember, yeah, always, like, before competition, yeah, just thinking that, or I know a lot of people, they'll go through, like, scenarios, like, in their head, and then, I think that's yeah it can be a very powerful thing just being able to visualize that and visualizing yourself being successful because i think sometimes that's the thing that's kind of like the first you know 
or really the only opponent that you face like you you against your expectations or you against like what you're capable of because um, even in uh, I mean because even in fighting course where there's like a direct opponent you still need to be able to overcome yourself and overcome your your like inhibitions or your negative feelings in terms right of for sure because I feel like that that's going to be one of the biggest things is just keeping those nerves in check like mm-hmm. Like I keep saying, we we train at the gym for this. Yeah. Like and yeah. and these guys have already won their competition, so I know we're all doing the same thing. We're all we're all working the same drills. It's uh, it's just making sure you know it shows up at the right time and not letting those negative feelings or the nerves stop you from doing what you know how to do. Mm-hmm. Um, because the preparedness is there. Like we're we're doing it. Yeah. So um just to not be able to freeze up and to just hopefully be able to enter that flow state where you're not thinking it's just happening i i see the kick i catch it i turn it i shoot <laughs> and then his legs are in the air yeah yeah that's that's the thing and it's, it's something to like describing as someone that hasn't been in that kind of situation or describing you know hasn't been in you know martial arts training or or not even not even like martial arts training it's like someone that it's like entering the mindscape of someone who wants to be a fighter. It's very different. I've done you know a lot of episodes like of these with people beforehand, and it's because um, it's always interesting. Because I kind of forget like oh this is you know this is just how I think. But now it's like, okay like how does someone that's because let's say like from the outsider in like, someone that's asking you like okay why would you want that? <laughs> why, why would you want you know the prospect of possibly getting you know punch kick right. lead? It seems like crazy like to most people. And I think that's something that you know since we train consistently we kind of get desensitized to that kind mm-hmm. but I guess like for you so you know people know you got Muay Thai they're like what and then like what's, what's been some responses or what's been some some things you've had to deal with there um I, there are some funny ones there's <laughs> yeah. plenty yes. of hilarious yeah, yeah. examples I have actually an awesome video okay. that was just sent to me of um my my part time modeling gig okay. I show up with black eyes now <laughs> yeah, yeah um and and the the editor sent me a video of him airbrushing my my cut eye out of the photo like perfectly smooth like like it never happened um but i think i think life life is tough and yeah. when when you go through adversities that are bigger than you know falling off your bike when you're a kid and like shit really goes down in life and you can buckle down and and believe like trust in yourself and know that you're gonna either keep going or you're gonna break like Mm -hmm. you know punch in the face feels good sometimes it wakes you up and it's it it lets you know oh we're here this is what we're doing we're here to train we're here to get better Mm -hmm. and um if you keep doing that you're you're carved out of wood eventually like the kid i think of octavian at the gym (laughs) you know who i'm talking about this guy is like a quiet killer he doesn't say a word but you'll hurt yourself punching him Mm -hmm. is and and, he's definitely crafted by that right and and uh just again knowing that i'm around those guys um it's uh it's an easy it's it's easier to stay focused keep moving forward Mm -hmm. um I think I got away from the question though. 
Yeah, we were talking about funny responses to people that don't necessarily understand fighting. And I'm trying to write like, Especially my roommates uh, watching me uh, hobble around the house, like icing <laughs> my, my yeah. knees and legs and toes. Um, but yeah, I don't know how else to explain it other than <laughs> I have love for the game. And, yeah. uh, it's, it's something, I guess, you you get used to and uh for other people it might not ever seem normal <laughs> yeah no i can definitely i can definitely attest to that yet yeah, other people like it may never seem normal but to be fair like what's normal to them is like that's their own perspective and right what's ever normal to them it may possibly could never be normal to me so it's all i, th- I think it, it, it's all a matter of that but it's um, no, it's funny you bring up Dragon Ball Z because that of course gets dropped like oh, like very often. I feel like that's a lot of a lot of people like in in our age group like hit hit that, and it's just the I guess just like the struggle the struggle of pretty much overcoming like overcoming difficulty, overcoming like yourself in terms of training, and then also overcoming I guess an opponent in, in terms of that. But I mean, ultimately, like if you look at I mean, the underlying thing about Dragon Ball Z is just a matter of, you know, getting stronger, like, within mm-hmm. to, uh, to combat things, so... Yeah, he didn't go Super Saiyan until there was no other option. Yeah. And in life, that's, you know, sometimes you don't know what you can do until you have to. Exactly. Um, you get thrown into the fire, and again, what doesn't, what doesn't break you makes you, so you find out what you can or can't do, and then get back to the drawing board. Yep. Yeah, it's like getting put in. Yeah, sometimes you need. Yeah, because you need that kind of fire. You need that kind of uh, situation to to elevate to elevate yourself. I Coach think. Uh, Coach John was actually talking about this uh, just the other night about like find your expectation or your uh, you know your your limit your ceiling, mm-hmm. um, and then you know play close to that line and eventually the ceiling raises it keeps getting higher and that's what you know a lot of times when it comes down to goku yeah and his hair gets longer and blonder yeah. it's when there was no other choice he had to that's the second wind like you're tired but your brain tells you you can keep going and then your body will follow yeah you gotta break through that barrier there i think of uh <laughs> Yeah, you gotta go. Oh, ten times gravity, a hundred times gravity, five hundred times. Just you always have to constantly like push yourself and put yourself in a. I think that's if anything that that's kind of what the main message is like: putting yourself in uncomfortable, uncomfortable situations where it's yeah, it's do or die. <laughs> like literally, do or die. If, if you don't do something, then <laughs> right things we get after. I mean, of course, a lot lower stakes like for us, but. Still, we're not, yeah, we're not fighting aliens or demons that threaten to destroy the planet, but it's it's still that kind of sense where, yeah, I mean, could we uh, chill for today, not not go to training where you get kicked, punched, like need sweat? <laughs> Turns out, yeah, that'd be like a lot. That's you know, that's definitely a lot easier to do. <laughs> yeah, you know, in, in terms of that, but uh, it's like the people that select to do that. It's it's them selecting themselves and wanting to improve, like wanting to find out what 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 their limits are. Right. Because that's the thing. Because as you said, like the limits change. Like what your limit, what your limit was, you know, two years ago. It's definitely <laughs> you're definitely more like now. And then you know, two years down the line, that's also going to be different. And yeah. it, and it should be yeah. a lot 
higher, hopefully. Yes. If yeah. if we're doing the right things, <laughs> yeah. right? And I tried to. Um, I I got a little cousin Anthony back home. Mm-hmm. He's a big uh, gamer. Okay. So I was trying to, but he also he uh, took an interest in karate. Oh, nice. So okay. So I was trying to explain to him in in video game video terms, games. right? Yeah. We, yeah. What do you, What do you do? How do you level up? Right? You train. Yeah. You. You, you beat enemies, you keep practicing, you train, and you get the experience, and then you level up. Like, yeah. that's that's life. You go yeah. to the gym, you learn a move, you practice it a hundred times, and then by the time you practice it a thousand times, hopefully you're throwing the perfect whatever you're doing. Yeah. Um, but that's, that's, like, the easiest way, I feel like, to explain it to a kid sometimes because they see it over and over and over and over again. For sure. It, it just doesn't happen. Like, you, you just don't have a nice little experience bar that, 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 that lets you know. Right. It's like a different kind of visual feedback. But then know. sometimes you, you, you go to spar with a guy who you feel like is a level 100 and you're only a level <laughs> 25. Yeah. And then you know, like, uh, I, I got to go train some more. <laughs> yeah, there they are. <laughs> yeah. I have leveled up where I was, but I'm not at that level. There is no <laughs> way I can beat this guy yet. Yeah. I'll try that level again later. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just just got to keep going at it. But I think, and I, and I think that's the thing too, is just, uh, yeah, wanting to keep like challenging yourself. Because, you know, once you are like a level, let's say level 25, if you go up against, you know, people that are level like two, that's not really going to be helping you like mm-hmm. that much. <laughs> you got to you gotta challenge yourself. For sure. Yeah. And um, that's why it's been great having, like I said, you, a couple people like you and uh, Coach Eddie and even like George, who I went and cornered, just these guys, Jake, who already got his win. These guys uh, are pushing me around and getting pushed around back every night and it's making us all better and I think that's that's the great thing about our gym and I love the the camaraderie and the competition and the you know the brotherhood I'm glad um I was welcomed into the gym with open arms um yeah fight capital has made uh you definitely given me a home away from home out here in Vegas and it's it's great feeling like you know, we're all doing the right things and holding each other accountable, and it's easier to uh, to feel like we're doing what we're supposed to. Oh yeah, it's definitely easier to do it if you have yeah other people that are on like the same like mission or looking to improve themselves like as well. I mean, you can definitely do it like without. Uh, I mean, you could definitely do it alone, but if you have like a team or a group of people that are on the same mission, it seems like um, you just get more like momentum towards like getting there. It's like accomplishing more as a team or as, as a group, whereas just being by by yourself. It's like I mean, of course, you're still pushing yourself, like at the end of the day. But having others and seeing others like to grow off of that's that's definitely helpful. Like in a, in a room or in a training environment, that kind of collective energy towards improvement is, is very is very ben- beneficial. I definitely see that. Absolutely, and it helps with that visualization process too because we have the 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 trophy photos with the guys <laughs> now already like yeah. we know yeah. you know that that moment's there in time so mm. why not add another one to the list yeah and uh i think it's important it's more important for me personally too that uh ca- that camaraderie because i left you know my family's in jersey so i'm not gonna have my yeah. my f- family section in the in the crowd that night so it, it is gonna be my guys from the gym and yeah. 
um, you know, my new family out here, my, my brothers in arms. <laughs> yeah, that's going to be the support system that you have. And, 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 and that, that's another thing, too. It's, um, yeah, even though you go into the ring or you go into the cage, like, by yourself, there's still, like, a group of people that helps you, like, get there. Um, yeah, that's supported you all on that journey, and it's uh, and and I think that's a thing that kind of gets like overlooked for people that aren't quite like involved in that. They don't understand like how many people actually are involved in a uh, in just like a one fighter, <laughs> like in just one fighter having a fight. There's a yeah, there's a there's a lot of elements there. there right, for is, sure, is a group effort there. But uh, okay. And I guess in terms of, you know, like, loving the game, understanding, like, combat sports, are there any, like, particular, like, fighters that you like watching or do that, that you like um, studying? A lot. A lot. A lot. <laughs> yeah. I, love, yeah. I love watching scraps. I love, um, I love doing film study. Okay. Now that I'm coaching, um, it's important to me to have a deeper understanding of what's going on and not just, like, Oh, he got hit with a jab. Oh, he got hit with <laughs> yeah, another jab. Yeah, he definitely got hit with another jab. Yeah, like yeah. why? Why yeah. did he get hit with that jab? What were his feet doing? Why? Why didn't he? You know, why didn't he roll his shoulders? Why weren't his hands up? Did was the other guy's hands higher? Was he in a high guard? What was going on? Um, so I think being able to see things from a different perspective and um, watching high level coaches do film study also has been just as important as watching the actual fights. She was leveling up like technique wise mm -hmm. and skill wise. Yeah. And and understanding like the fight IQ aspect of like mm -hmm. again, he's not just throwing a one three two. He mm -hmm. he set up that jab hook cross earlier in the round with mm -hmm. a different look and you know, saw the movement patterns and and um, even watching like actual traditional Muay Thai fights and seeing how, you know, in in Thailand at the stadium, they kind of just dance for the first round. They feel each other out. They look for movement patterns, and then by the time round three comes around, they're swinging and yep. kicking and and sweeping and clinching and. Um, so understanding like there's different paces and different ways to win fights too it's it's some guys are playing chess and some guys are playing checkers mm -hmm. um but only once you have that understanding of the 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 whole thing not just yeah punches and kicks yeah understanding all the elements like um, of, of it there yeah. but it, it, specific fighters i like uh yair rodriguez okay. i like his creativity and, and his striking like um I love Cheeto Vera, the his his uh, mental and his attitude. Like, screw you, let's fight. <laughs> I mean, he's he's got that dog in him. I'm yeah. looking forward to watching his scrap against Sanhagen. That should be super high level stuff. But even like, I, I love Volkanovski going up in weight to try Islam and and losing, but still feeling like. You know, maybe he didn't lose. Like he's just as much a champion as he was. Um, these guys that aren't afraid to take risks and go see, you know, what their ceilings are. They're they're testing their limits and testing themselves. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Trying to do something new. Trying to be the first one to do something. It's it says something about the type of competitor they are and what they're built of. And those are the type of people that you know inspire the shit out of me. I want to keep trying to be like that my whole life and mm. keep moving forward with intention because you don't you don't end up with an opportunity like that by mistake no yeah you, you, yeah yeah you don't end up 
in that kind of monumentous like it's not just like given to you you gotta you gotta pretty much earn that like all, all the way through so it's, it's pretty interesting it's pretty interesting to see how how people like go about that challenge or how how they approach that so that's interesting and in terms of yeah so you mentioned like mma fighters and are there any particular like muay thai like fighters that um, you like to watch super honest super technical yeah. Yeah. he just actually lost a tough one not that long ago that was yeah tough to watch <laughs> that finish but um uh, Rob Tang, obviously, Senchai, as old as he is, as crafty as he is, still just like the the beauty in his movements. Like Rod, I think of Rob Tang and Senchai as like these two, the yin and the yang of Muay Thai. Like yeah. Rob Tang is so aggressive, and I'm gonna back you into the corner and just beat you down and beat you up, and then Senchai will make you not want to throw your kick anymore because every time you do your feet are in the air mm -hmm. or you know he's he's circling behind you and making you look silly even though he's maybe 20 years older now at this point because <laughs> yeah. he's still doing it today it's unbelievable yeah um but you know it's it's uh those as far as muay thai like i'm really excited to uh that one championship is coming to the U.S. too. I think that'll be really good for the the Muay Thai market here and just people, you know, understanding how important it is to MMA and how their favorite UFC fighters wouldn't be able to throw that head kick if they didn't have great Muay Thai training. Mm -hmm. um, so it all, you know, it all kind of blends back into each other. But uh, Muay Thai is where I cho chose to be, and I, that's my favorite martial art. Yes, yeah, so I guess in, in terms of like what made, I guess like what stuck out with Muay Thai, like about you, you know, about the other martial arts that you've tried. I think, I'm not even sure. <laughs> to be honest, I think, um, I think being able to like, because I can't even think, I, I didn't even know what Muay Thai was until maybe like four years <laughs> ago or something like that. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I've only been training for like two, three years. Mm -hmm at this point but um i don't really know why muay thai i guess muay thai might have chose me right. yeah yeah you just happen to do it and like oh yeah this yes i mean sometimes that, that's how it is like uh yeah you don't know the shoe fits until you try it right yeah because yeah. I, I like i said i had wrestled too and i think mm -hmm. a lot of the times that ends up being you know how guys end up in jujitsu after For high sure. school and stuff like mm -hmm. that um but i think ultimately just like the the badass if you will yeah. of uh, you know a flying knee or a teep into the corner and then you use to the side and throw the roundhouse up against the ropes like that <laughs> that can only be done in Muay Thai and it's like it's beautiful violence mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. are there any like particular fights that stick out like in your memory that, that you've watched or that you've studied um, I, I really like um, I can't think of any like I think I guess um, actually I will say uh, John Haggerty and mm -hmm. and uh, Rob Tang. Okay. I think okay. they fought yeah. two three times now. I think, I think they fought. Yeah, I think it's been three. I want and to say every three. time, just an absolute war. I mean, um, anywhere Rob Tang's name is, anywhere <laughs> where Senchai's name is. Yeah. Um, Again, the the technicality of Super Bond. Just watching, you know, how light he is on his feet and how like textbook perfect the kicks are and the timing and um 
but I do, you know, I've, I've kind of, um, changed my Instagram algorithm to just be all Muay Thai. <laughs> yeah. So, so really I see so much of it that like, I might not even know who the guys are. But yeah. I'm, it all kind of, kind of blends in. Yeah. Like, I'm, I'm watching the yeah. movement. Sometimes it's in, it's in Thailand. Sometimes, you know, it's in the UK. Sometimes it's one championship, but it's all Muay Thai all the time. So, um, <laughs> And I'm I'm happy about that because again it's it goes back to that focus like if you're scrolling and all you see is all this distraction yeah, which is obviously yeah. probably most of what's going on on there for sure um, it's easier for me to you know especially t- tonight I have my class at six so I'm seeing you know how to catch a kick and pass it by and do this and yeah so it's like you're you're immersed in it always always always. and it's it's on your mind and again it's it's intention i I made it that way because i wanted it to be that way so um holding myself accountable and um knowing where i want to end up and how i'm going to get there and I guess in terms of, I mean, you mentioned a good thing about the the coaching thing. Would you say that that's helped you like shift, as you said, in terms of like the technical side and like breaking down? Do you feel that's made you more more focused on that, or that's helped you improve yourself as well? Absolutely, and um, I think that's why it was awesome that I wasn't. I didn't just jump. It, I didn't start jumping into classes. I. Uh, I certified with Coach John to kind of understand the mitt work and kind of a lot of balance and movement stuff. And that's really, I think those little things like understanding the kinetic chain mm-hmm. and um, the relationship between your your feet and, and what your hands are doing, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, knowing in my head and making my students understand that if you're throwing a punch and your feet aren't where they're supposed to be or doing what they're supposed to be doing. You're just swinging your arms around. Yeah. And <laughs> just little, and yeah, you're yeah, flailing. Yeah, yeah. You're like one of those uh, arm flailing tube men. For sure. For sure. <laughs> um, but once you know that, you know, I got to turn my, my, my right foot over if I'm throwing the orthodox cross, like those things make all the world of difference in rotating the shoulders and, and just... Um, again, being immersed and understanding more than the surface level, like we're not just throwing a yeah. one-two. Yeah. We're gonna make sure our chin's touching our shoulder and it's protected when we throw the one. Then we're gonna rotate all the way over and make sure the other shoulder's doing the same thing, protecting the chin. Um, that's been awesome for me to have a, a fundamentals German class because yeah. I can take some extra time and it helps me too. It reinforces your knowledge. Too, right? Absolutely, yeah. to be able to reinforce the knowledge right. in others. Yeah. Um, and to be able to do that every Friday and take these little moments yeah. of you know very specific situations and break them down and have a moment and then just let the class get after it um, has been super helpful to me in my development as well, but also uh, helping others understand. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. I feel like yeah, being having to teach a subject, you really need to <laughs> make sure you know that subject in terms of that. And then also, it's always interesting just the, you know, teaching like movements or teaching people how to move around space. Like you realize that there's you know some things about your own movement that you may not necessarily be conscious of, but that you have to be when you have to explain somebody how how else to move because they can't. 
they can't move exactly like you, so you need to give them guidance in terms of doing right. that kind of, and then that makes you understand, if anything, how you move better in terms of, in terms of that, because you, oh, because now you can see from a third person how, how they move, makes you understand more, okay, this is me as the first person, how I can, how I can move in that kind of space. Right, and again, like, even going back to the, the, making sure like my my instagram is set up this way like when i open the app i'll see 30 different ways how to do the same move yeah but it's explained um in depth so many different ways yeah. from so many different angles from maybe five different people the yeah. same thing yeah um different viewpoints different perspectives. That by the end of it one of those has to set off a light bulb <laughs> yeah like there there's so many different angles being taken that eventually like one of them has to make sense and click like yeah um so also like taking memory bank of those things that i'm like oh okay that makes sense now how can i uh explain that to somebody yeah. else it's like how, how, how can i translate that or how does that you know get translated to me and then how can i translate that for someone mm -hmm. else yeah i think yeah seeing those different kind of perspectives and viewpoints because yeah <laughs> there's so many ways people can punch so many ways people can kick some of these people can, you know, knee, clinch, all right. that. Right, and there is a lot of wrong ways to do it, yes. and, like, only so many right ways. Yes, and sometimes that's, uh, as you know, it's both the, you know, the, the double-edged sword of information. Sometimes, oh, we have all this information to access, but then it's like, okay, but what is the quality information mm -hmm. or the information that will, you know, carry, carry you to, like, higher levels? Because it's, like, almost, like, sometimes it's almost too accessible. Or I feel like sometimes with um with all the access knowledge sometimes people or sometimes people would have so much access knowledge that this they'll see 30 different things like well if i just do none then i don't have to think about it anymore <laughs> yeah. get back to that yeah. easy option yeah the, easy, the easiest option is no right. <laughs> like doing nothing but yeah so no I, I think that's interesting it's like uh it's yeah it's interesting kind of development of that just in terms of knowledge base it's like uh yeah, because I always hear, you know, with, like, older people, they'll say, oh, yeah, back, um, you know, I had some, uh, you know, back when, you know, they were doing, like, jiu-jitsu, they were doing, like, mixed martial arts before it was even, you know, a thing, like, back in the 90s, and they had to, you know, there was, like, no, there was, like, no MMA gyms, and they had to, like, figure it out on their own with, like, uh, VCR tapes. Right, so, everyone just found yeah, out they were yeah. training just to get choked yeah, out by Hoist Gracie. Yeah, yeah like, I thought I knew what I was doing. I thought I was a ninja. Right. <laughs> but then I got, then they ran to a real ninja and then it didn't, it, it didn't work. So, I think, yeah, it's, it's, it's good to see that the knowledge base has changed, but then it's still interesting to see how, just because all the access of knowledge is there doesn't mean that people mm -hmm. are, are utilizing it. Well, that's, yeah, yeah that's, um, that's a big thing in life is we walk around with the entirety of human knowledge in yeah. our pockets 24 yeah. 7 and we watch, what, like, what with it? We watch <laughs> yeah. cat videos yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, everything humans have ever known <laughs> in recorded history yeah. is, in our, yeah. is in our pockets 24 yeah. 7 yeah. and yeah. you know we're uh, just trying to filter it all out. <laughs> yeah, no, it's interesting because yeah, you think oh, it's gonna be like life changing, blah blah blah, but like nah, <laughs> it's it's kind of how it goes. Just like on the no, well, but that's the thing. It's all a matter of what one does with it and what one wishes. Yeah, absolutely. You know, to, to, to do with that knowledge, which is and again, uh, when you're when you're moving with intention, things don't happen by mistake. So yeah. yeah. Um, knowing what you're gonna do with this wealth of information <laughs> can make a big difference in. Yeah what happens yeah exactly 
someone's like watching Cavio right now, like, ah, well, <laughs> these guys don't know. Yeah, <laughs> these guys don't know. Yeah. The fuck these guys talking about? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Guilty. Yeah. So, okay. And I guess, I mean, we, we mentioned, uh, mentioned Instagram. I guess, yeah, you have your, I mean, well, you have your personal, and then you also have your, yeah, which is what, Chris Vega Jr., right? And right. then there's also your, Mar- is it Marshall Motion? Yes. Okay, yeah, yeah. And I guess in terms of that, I mean, that's, of course, talk about your martial arts journey. I guess what made you uh, want to, like, have a channel like of that? I think really um, a intention. Again, intention. just yeah. having, yeah. like, almost a, a free journal mm-hmm. where I can kind of track my own progress. Like, even the, the early videos the on that page, I yeah. giggle. yeah. I giggle, I watch my form and I'm like, what the hell am I doing? But yeah, that's a yeah. good thing for me because that I can I can see, you know, that even two years ago, like, I, I, I watched you, you this morning. You've seen the growth of progress. I right threw there. a one, two, three, and, like, it was all one thing. Like, yeah. it wasn't a one, then a two, then a three. I was kind of just, like, <laughs> I was excited that I was yeah. trying to just smash the pads, and I'm just swinging, but it's yeah. it's now it, it doesn't look like that so it's it's good and uh you know that's why i haven't archived those early videos i think it's important to, to see and to remember like this is still a new thing to me yeah um and you know i want to keep moving forward and make sure i'm doing the right things and and staying around the right people and that's been a good way to um just kind of keep all you know those clips and the progress in one place and also to uh network with different people who are interested in martial arts obviously and want to come to fight capital and do coaching or come to the friday night class or whatever just um having a different avenue of doing that that's not so kind of mixed in with the other stuff as well yeah even though it kind of has all become (laughs) you know one now that that's like i said the intention is pretty much muay thai and striking all the time so that's the yeah that's what yeah yeah that's what your intentions are like Mm -hmm. for my just for your general life but yeah yeah i stopped liking the cat videos now they don't show up anymore but if i went and liked a couple they'd pretty you know they'd start bleeding back in eventually just come back in (laughs) but yeah no i think yeah the focus and and attention yeah that that makes a lot of sense but also just the measurement too it's like it's like a visual measurement of oh yeah this is where i was you know x amount of time ago and seeing it's uh yeah you don't know how far you've gone until you've seen where where, where you're at before right and actually done the development and you know like you have to get to that point to, to be able to yeah. giggle at that other yeah. video where yeah. you looked like a spaz. Maybe. Exactly. If you looked at it like, oh man, looks like looks like everything's good. And you got like it's a bull. Right. Yeah. Right. Because at one point, like that was the best I could do. Yes. So I was still proud of it. Yeah. But now I'm kind of like. But but not but not understanding that. Well, you have to be there to now get. It's like a right. Different. It's kind of like when people. Uh, you, know, you know, people say like, you know, have comedians on here and they, you know, record their sets and they kind of cringe, but they ha- kind of have to because if you're improving, you know, if you're a comedian, your jokes from last year can be different from jokes this year. Right. Or if you're a singer, like how you sang like years ago, it can be different than exactly how, how you sing now. I think it's important to not yeah. be scared to be a new guy yeah. at whatever you're doing because exactly. it's easy to talk tail and run away if someone's... It's the easiest to- option. <laughs> right again and and uh you know you have to be able to be a beginner or you're never gonna 
get to that other thing where you can giggle at yourself as a beginner. Yeah, exactly. You got to be able to pass that threshold and raise your ceiling and keep keep on keeping on. Pass that moment of discomfort. Kind of. I mean, once again, go back to Dragon Ball Z thing of just being open. Goku's always open to like learning and training and being something, being something more than than what he is, and that's always like consistently throughout throughout the series no matter like where he's at even though it's funny because oh this is the strongest he's, he's ever been but now he knows that he can keep going further so I think that's a good lesson like, yeah until the batter alien pulls up yeah, <laughs> yeah until, until the next until the next universe destroying thing like comes in but uh yeah and then it's just understanding yeah understanding that 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 kind of journey but um Going back to martial motion too, I think that moniker was important because of the um, the fluidity and like the 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 martial art thing of of fighting. It's it's an art. It's yeah, it's, flu- it's fluidity. Yeah. It's it's um, it's aggressive motion that is beautiful when done correctly, but can look really like silly or ultimately leave you vulnerable if done incorrectly so Definitely. um being like water being flexible i do a ton of yoga and strength and conditioning is also behind the the kind of the the brand or my philosophies mm-hmm. so um it was important that it wasn't just you know like that that name is that name for a reason and yeah. it, it goes back to intentional name yeah. right and it goes back to understanding um you know that the the training you know 15 plus years now of strength and conditioning training and uh, i've probably been doing yoga for almost 10 years now like mm-hmm. pretty consistently um so all of this has largely um helped me not waste time in Muay Thai because uh, I'm realizing that when people um, aren't natural athletes, yeah. um, we need to spend time helping their um, understanding of their own body and movements yeah. first. It's like the coordination before, yeah. Like yeah. you need to develop um, the athleticism to be able to throw a head kick. Yeah, when maybe like a girl could walk in and throw a head kick her first day just because she's flexible enough. Yeah. Um, and that might take someone with an ego or something off. You yeah, know? So, in terms of checking their, themselves, like, oh, what can I do that way? Right. There's a reason. Yeah, right, yeah. but then they go and try, and then they can't walk for a week, and then they don't yeah. come back to the gym. Yeah, yeah. So knowing that, you know, we got we to gotta take our time and take the right steps and not not overdo it because once you once you jump in like that you're only going to get hurt and then you can't show up and that's whether you're weightlifting or or fighting or anything else yeah yeah that's one of the greatest abilities it's just availability like there but no i think it's a great point to mentioning yeah taking your strength conditioning taking your yoga but you know taking all the lessons you've understood there and then shifting that because yeah, because people don't enter anything really just empty, like like an empty vessel. There was, you know, lessons that you learn, but you're compounding those lessons into a different kind of... I mean, yes, you fairly knew, but there's still lessons that you've learned in the previous motions that you've done into right. this new motion that, that you're doing. And finding out how they uh, give and take with each other. Mm-hmm. Like, there is a... 
a natural ebb and flow of all these things kind of like if they meet in the middle and everything's perfect you're flexible yeah your your legs are under you you know you're limber um you have the the muscle in your wrists and your ankles from yoga like those those weird little things that make yeah. the bigger difference because yeah, what's going to happen harmonizing point there yeah because yeah, what happens is people get hurt once they realize like my ankle's not strong enough for me to be throwing these kicks all the time and then you spend time rehabbing when you could have just spent a little more time warming up or standing up on one leg for a couple minutes a day in a yoga practice and it would have made a huge difference over time Um, because then people go to the physical therapy and just do these tiny little baby <laughs> movements that if yeah. you would have done that before you got hurt yeah you never would have gotten hurt because you would have had that muscle there yeah and i think that comes with understanding like what you talked about earlier like the kinetic chain of that like because everything flow everything flows together like no, nothing is really like uh nothing is really isolated in terms of like coming you're talking about like the large motions because yeah your your body is only as strong as the weakest as the weakest thing in the gym, mm-hmm. and then you, especially if you're you know beginner, you're not that athletic, or you're not that uh, used to physical activity. You figure out where the weak points are rather rather quickly. Right, and when I think they those things make a bigger difference when you're a newer guy because the or or girl, the quicker you understand mm-hmm. um, that relationship, you realize like okay i can't throw a punch unless my feet are set like because i'm just wasting my energy and throwing this wacky arm punch and leaving myself open yeah um but once you start okay i'm gonna move right so i'm gonna step with my right foot once that happens every time and you don't have to think about it that's when you can really start you know moving forward and and playing around with angles and and again getting deeper than surface level for sure and that goes along with the coordination as well, because you know that's definitely, it's definitely easier if somebody has like, not necessarily like combat sports, but if they have like an athletic, you know, if they've done a sport, they've had to move in that motion. It's not it's a different kind of movement, but they still know how to, you know, coordinate how, how to. They understand the kinetic chain more, or at least their own movements. So it's like better. Whereas someone that hasn't had to, they have to learn. <laughs> they have right. to learn that. That's a skill they need to develop first. But it's important to note that that is, you know, athleticism is a skill that can be developed. So, yes. so that's one of the main things I hear when I'm, you know, I'm a coach now, so I'm trying <laughs> yeah, to talk yeah, people into yeah. coming to the gym. Yeah. But even, you know, uh, my roommate James is his. Uh, he's got a bunch of. He's in the Air Force, so okay. a bunch of his buddies yeah. have done, you know, hand to hand combat training yeah. and that type of stuff. Yeah. And they, you know they'll dm me yeah Yo, this looks sick when i'm when i'm posting stuff at the gym mm-hmm. I'm like okay come through hit some yeah. mitts yeah never <laughs> nobody yeah, yeah. never I, yeah no yeah, yeah. But, and, and it was like that in jersey too <laughs> yeah, you get the messages yo yeah i want to come da, da, da. Yeah. um and but the people that are like ah no i'm gonna watch cat videos here right 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 well some cat videos you're watching subs chris well everyone everyone has excuses and teach their own yeah um cat videos is up there on the list but uh another one that i would get is i don't think i'm athletic enough for that type of you know not athletic enough yet 
but yeah, yeah. exactly yeah. and again going back to here like people want to get in shape it's like you get in shape by doing right and it's okay to be a beginner like yeah. it's okay to be not be athletic yeah. and work on being athletic yeah. so that <laughs> You can become athletic. Yeah. You, you, you think the basketball player could dunk by the time they went out the womb? Like, right. No. Right. There probably was some training behind yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, yeah, you think the TIE fighter could just fly me as soon as they... All right, cut the umbilical cord. Here we go. Right. Sanchez just... That's what you would think when you watch some of them, but... No, but, but that's the thing. And as you know, watching athletes, seeing like these combat athletes, it takes a lot of work to make something look effortless. Mm-hmm. It takes like it's an immense amount of skill, like timing and effort. And reps, like, reps, like, reps. Yeah, exactly. Like pretty much easier looks. <laughs> really, in reality, the more difficult it was, it was right. to get for them to get to that point. The harder, yeah, the harder they worked, and the more the more they did it, the the ten thousand hours turns to the fifty thousand hours, and yeah, and you're a master at that thing. Yeah, because you're seeing like rep ten thousand plus. There. If you had saw rep one, you wouldn't you wouldn't think it was gonna be it was gonna be like that. Mm-hmm. So and so just like with anything and I think that's a good that's a good message like for it here is just no matter like where you start no matter where you're at that's the thing you can always start and it doesn't and okay cool you're you're, you're not where you want to be well duh I mean we, we've been at this we're not where we want to be that's why we go to the gym mm-hmm. like each day if we, if we were where we wanted to be we would be watching cat videos but we're not right we're, we're wanting to work to a, to a better place in terms of that so I think everyone that wants to keep getting better will. And yes. that's it's but, yes. but we individually are the ones that decide. So yeah. that just keep that intention, keep that tunnel vision, keep working towards what you want. Yep. I think yeah, that's pretty good like segue. Like there I guess we'll uh yeah, so you're fighting April fifteenth, one kicks. Yes, sir, one right. kicks gym, Las Vegas, Nevada. Nice. And if uh, yeah, people want to like hear more about your see more of your stuff, well, what are your what are your Instagram handles again? Uh, Chris Vega Jr. C H R I S V E G A J R. Um, that's where I'll be most of the time. I do post uh, strictly Muay Thai content on Martial Motion Vega, mm-hmm. uh, as in martial arts. M A R T I A L M O T I O N V E G A. Yeah became a spelling me all of a sudden but yeah right so, yeah I had to work through that one yeah no <laughs> it's okay yeah not Marshall Mathers <laughs> Air Force Marshall I did do a spelling bee <laughs> yeah. in Jersey oh yeah <laughs> those are a trip but I, I feel like oh man oh, it's always the I mean my theory is that okay of course the people with the most difficult names to spell are the ones that are going to be the most like the most adept at that right. especially like in, in the English language I'm like oh yeah, yeah you can't even sign your paper yeah, until yeah, you're yeah, exactly. legit until they got all they got like yeah man duh can you imagine a guy on, the, on his birth certificate wait what the what <laughs> yeah. we ran out of room yeah. we ran out of room right here but uh, cool alright it's been Chris Vega martial artist and coach at Fight Capital. Yeah, appreciate your time. And I guess anything else you want to leave the listeners with before signing off? Um, I mean, I guess if you made it till the end, thanks for yeah. tuning in. Um, Cholo, thanks for having me. Thanks for the work. And, uh, you know, be mindful, be focused, whatever you want. You can get it. <laughs> yeah, you decide. Yep, yep.
by watching those cat videos. Bye, everyone. <laughs> <laughs>